spirituality, consciousness, health, and mindset. Welcome to the Ascend Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Chris Hopper. And I'm Dan Harrison. Together, we are all wisdom and knowledge. Hey, what is up everyone? This week on the Ascend podcast, we're joined by Nikki Slade. And this was actually the third podcast that we recorded from our time at the Mind Body Spirit Festival. So for anyone who doesn't know who Nikki is, she's a leading pioneer in the field of chanting. And she's somebody who became curious about the soul of the voice. And Nikki actually said to us in person, which I thought was absolutely beautiful, and it's so true as well, she said that even though someone might not be perfect in their vocal technique, it doesn't necessarily mean that they are not expressing the sound of their soul. Such a powerful words when you view it like that. And Nikki also has a very interesting journey. She used to be somebody who was actually addicted to drugs and alcohol, and she then went on to travel to India and discovered the power of chanting and realised it was not only just a powerful tool in her life, but also could be used as a powerful medium for others. And Nikki was also actually the first facilitator to bring chanting work into addiction treatment programmes, and she also has a very interesting story which she talked about in this podcast where she actually carried out a chant and practice in a men's prison and what happens is absolutely incredible. So prior to recording this podcast with Nikki, me and Chris went along also to watch Nikki in action and we also participated in one of her incredible chanting workshops and I've always wanted to get involved in a chanting workshop practice but just never got around to doing it for some reason or another. But what an incredible and uplifting experience it was. There was about 30 people participating in the workshop, but there's just something so special when 30 different voices and tones and people with all different types of circumstances or backgrounds and cultural backgrounds come together and all chant as one. Such an incredible experience. And also since our time carrying out this workshop as well and also by being inspired by Nikki, I've actually been interpreting chanting in my morning routine. And it's extra special when you do it at 6am in the morning and you wake up everyone up around you to the sound of OM. <laughs> the whole street feel like they're in some sort of Tibetan dream en- encountering a group of monks. <laughs> and I also sometimes just like chanting from time to time to make us look more spiritual as well. I'm sure you all resonate. I just say a thing and when I, when I start chanting, it's like, oh, look at me, I'm chanting, I'm so spiritual. <laughs> but anyway, all jokes aside... This is an absolute powerhouse of a conversation and we actually also recorded this in Nikki's car. Yes, that's right, in Nikki's car. And us on the Send podcast, as you know, we'll do a podcast anywhere, outside, in a shed, in a car, <laughs> anywhere. It's not about the place you record it, it's about who you record it with. And this podcast was with an incredible and beautiful human being. So anyway, just before we jump this one, I just want to say thanks so much to all incredible people over at Patreon who have decided to support the podcast. It really means a lot to us. And, and you guys who do support the podcast, this interview and other interviews that we did record at this at the festival really wouldn't be possible without your support and I really mean that and also just want to say as well thank you so much to to our new Patreon members Corbin Tomlinson and Debbie Krupsky 
And for anyone who hasn't yet decided to become a Patreon member yet and wants to really help us take this to another level and help us put in place some more in-person conversations just like this one, it would be amazing if you could just consider joining the Patreon community and support the podcast. And when you also become a Patreon member by donating whatever amount each month, if you can, even if it's only $2 a month, you will gain access to the bonus contents and other rants on the Patreon page. And also on that Patreon page as well, I've just added a new bonus chant from Nick that Nicky did. So that is available on the Patreon page. And if you want to support the podcast, all you need to do is go to www.patreon/ascend. And if you can support the podcast, that is also absolutely fine. We understand. And we just really appreciate the fact that you even listen to this thing. So anyway, without further ado, enjoy this episode in the car with Nikki Slade. Enjoy. So we'll just, we'll just start straight away just by the home yeah. straight away okay, and then ready? go to the podcast. Okay, yeah. I'll let you, we'll, let, we'll let you start with you okay, being an expert. incredible by the way wasn't it yeah that such was amazing great, it is such it's such a great way to, to start the podcast as well because um and we've actually started a start our podcast quite a few times with the om haven't we yeah as well and um i think it's such a the om is such a beautiful sort of uh it's sort of like a beautiful uh multi sort of language that can go across all bases of life like everyone can sort of resonate with it and we were actually seen this before as well um even if you think about it in terms of the om uh a child there's child there's children around the world now crying saying mom so it's uni- completely <laughs> universal isn't it yes i saw um a clip which has gone viral of a father with his baby who was crying in his arms and he just looks at his boy in the eyes and does this beautiful om and the child is just stopped in his tracks and just goes into this deep snuggling into his chest, deep wow. peace, all in the embrace of the Om. And that, that's viral. If you Google kind of yeah. father and child yeah. Om, it's a very extraordinary clip. That was beautiful. I was actually, oh, sorry, I was just going to say, um, I actually tried this the other day. Um, I've got a little Westie and uh, I had her on me. Um, I used to have a Westie, West Island Terrier. Yeah, yeah, yeah beautiful the, dogs. Yeah, they're lovely. Uh, and when I was holding her like that and I just... She was looking away in all different directions, and so I just started going, um, and then she keeps turned and kisses us. Aww. And I was like, oh, she, I was, I, yeah. I felt like even the dogs is connected to it. Yes. Even animals know this beautiful noise in itself. Yes. Because it's in all of us, the um, it's like the original it's vibration. Universal. And, and it's such a trustworthy place. Whenever we come back to it, we remember our true nature, yeah. and there's an instant connection with everyone, even if you don't know who you're with you do on the inside you feel who you're with 
Yeah, you do as well. And it, before as well, when we actually sort of participated in one of your ceremonies that you were doing before as well, which was absolutely beautiful, by the way, as well. Oh, thank you. And um, when we were actually doing it as well, I was actually trying to close my eyes as well so I could sort of even go deeper in, in, into your sort of practice as well. But you said something very interesting in uh, when you were doing your practice and you says it was a part in there where you said choose a word and sort of use the 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 um to sort of or the mantra you used to actually sort of transcend that sort of the meaning that you want to sort of uh, get get through in your life but and you said choose a word i was actually wondering as well i mean i want to ask chris because i haven't asked chris this but i want to ask chris what word he chose and i also want to ask what word you chose at the time as well yes when yeah. you were doing it yeah well the the opportunity i gave people in the workshop and it's something i often do with people i work with it's funny i find it strange calling it work because it's such a beautiful yeah, yeah, yeah. life <laughs> yeah. practice to play share. call it play, play yeah. yeah when i'm playing <laughs> with people is um you know we, we often want to feel a certain way so if we are intentional and we choose our word for the day so today my word uh was enthusiasm is enthusiasm oh wow yeah and um if you anchor the word with the om it actually starts to resonate as an actual experience because you you could go around saying I am enthusiastic I'm and eventually the state of enthusiasm would catch yeah. up but if you say I am enthusiastic and just bathe yourself with enthusiasm yeah. all the way through your body as an instrument whatever your word might be. And it's such a simple thing to do, especially if you're going into an interview or, you know, you've got to do a presentation and or a social and you want to bring a particular quality yeah. to that occasion. It's just a very simple way you can just anchor. Oh, wow. I actually felt that when we were doing the when we were doing the mantra I used my word. My word was actually I picked freedom for my word. And wow. um when I when you were when you were seeing there using the sort of the mantra to actually sort of deep seated within you in sort of whatever it is whatever you were connecting with inside sort of deep seeing it but what way did you choose i chose space i just felt really i felt i needed to find some space in my mind because i was so like focused and soon as the um the oms and the, the chantra and the music was just all hitting us it felt like my mind was going in through in finding space and yes. i felt that especially when i put my hand on my heart that's right if you put your hand on your heart it really oh, really helps yeah, unbelievable i did a little bit more when you were in the workshop we did the sound of earth the sound of water the sound of fire the sound of uh, uh, air, air, ether, and space. Yeah, that's right. So we did a sound for each element, and uh, it was quite effective, I think, for everybody, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, it was. It was beautiful. How did you find it? Oh, I found it. Oh, definitely, it was an incredible experience. Yeah, I just and I love the vibrational frequencies as well. I mean, I closed my eyes and I could see me like um, my mind itself vibrating, and like, and I just found like a peace, a peace and harmony. And um, when it sounds vibration, it sounds like a um, like a strong bad feeling, but it's not. It's like a, a peaceful harmonic vibration, like what yeah. the, what you're always resonating with. Yeah, it's like we're all longing to come into tune with ourselves and others, and often. When there's a discordancy, it's because we haven't come into vibrational alignment in the heart, yeah. and then we feel out of alignment with others. It's not their fault, but our job is to come into tune with ourselves. Yeah. And, you know, chanting, sounding, 
there's many practices that bring us into tune, but the one I love is chanting and mantra. Yeah. Um, and then we fill up from inside with the mantras. And then when we go out into the world, we then start to resonate with others and others start to yeah. resonate with us. Wait, I was actually wondering as well, where does that actually, the, like the um, where, do you know where that like actually originates from? Well, I mean, you know, putting it to a country would be strange in a way, although you could say, that maybe the first uh, the first countries to resonate with the OM would be India, Tibet. Yeah. However, I'm sure in Europe, you know, in, in some of the very, very early mystical uh, Christian traditions, I'm sure they used to reverberate with the OM. But OM is like true nature. It belongs, it's pre-everything. It's like... All the scriptures say, don't they? In the beginning was the word. Well, yeah, yeah. In in my view, you know, and, and many people say this, in the beginning was the sound, mm. and the sound is the om, and then from the om stems all other words. You know, the the scriptures, the Vedas, uh, the most well known uh, sc- classical scriptural texts. You know, talk about the om, that the, the, the everything. Everything that is, is contained in the OM. You know, literally everything. We wow. could actually quite happily OM all day and feel completely fulfilled. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yes. You know, and we're having a human experience, so we want to create from the OM. Hence, we create names, words, things, and whole universes yeah. that yeah. arise out of that one sound. It's quite profound, really, isn't it? Yeah, oh, it's beautiful. beautiful, by the way, as well. And it is, I think that's what, what all these ancient traditions around the past understood. That's why it was so powerful. And that's what maybe they were tapping into. But do you, why do you think it, uh, chanting so powerful? Because I think really what I've just said is that because everything comes from vibration in the in the origin that when we tap into that original vibration, we remember our true nature, which is supremely free, supremely blissful, even ecstatic. And it's like this relief. It's almost like the Wizard of Oz. Home sweet home. Home sweet home. There you are. Yeah, 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 brilliant. I love that. <laughs> Trademarked. Home, you know, and, and that whole movie, isn't it? It's all about coming home. And, and I think when we tap into those vibrations, there's no more intellect there's just that experience of yay you know that experience of oneness that we all long for and i think the closest we get is when you're watching your favorite football team and the whole crowd's together and everyone's in that chant together or you go to a concert with your favorite band and the crowd's all together in that heightened moment that the beautiful thing about chanting is that it's a treasure that's inside us that belongs uniquely to us all so the absolute joy when we discover that the whole universe is inside us that's the yeah. that's the cosmic thing dare i say yeah. that everything that appears to be out there is also inside and we have a sonic body a body made of sound and so when we tap into it we start to tingle all over and then it's just joyful being in the body and I think often we're looking for that tingling sensation through the pursuit of the senses and there's no judgment in this I know that I used to do that for years you know chasing the buzz through 
through the booze, through the alcohol, you know, the alcohol, the drugs, the, you know. But what I realized in that whole search that I went through, through the addictive cycle, I was looking for the, the buzz. I was looking for the yeah. tingling that I found eventually wow. enchanting. And then I realized that it was all within me all along and it was just a joy to be honest and yeah I, I love that by the way blessed. that's beautiful really blessed. and yeah. as well that I think that understanding as well what you were saying there all that what you all that beautiful passage you said there I mean do you think because a lot of people I find a lot of people don't really understand that truth what you were saying about there how everything was is in with in with inside of us sorry but do you ever do you have you ever had any experiences where you have sort of maybe taught a mantra to someone or taught the um to someone it's actually sort of they've actually sort of actually carried out the practice and sort of it's changed their life or anything like that yes yes i mean many 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 times i mean i really feel so blessed to be able to share the practice of chanting with other souls and um you know i i think it's not unreasonable to say that every week you know i have people coming up at the end of the kirtan the chanting session saying oh my god you know I've never felt that before. Even today, there were two women in the front. No. They said, I've never felt that vibration before. People cry without realizing they're, why they're crying because it's there's just a joy that opens up yeah. and it moves people from the heart. You know, people get clearer about um, their destiny because the fog starts to clear. Um, people come home on the inside and the gratitude that people feel when what they were looking for out there they actually are discovering it from inside just completely blows them away and i work a lot um with recovering addicts it's a passionate um thing for me having been one myself um and um you know i believe that anyone who's in the path of addiction is really a seeker seeking that that uh, reunion with 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 light with with the vibration within i think all addicts are asking a really intelligent question i mean and that's most of the world actually because we're all addicted to something yeah, like, yeah. where is that connection where is it i know there's something there's there's a hole in the soul how do i fill that yeah. hole in the soul and um when i've shared the practice of chanting kirtan as it's called k i r t a n um they can't, they cannot believe that they are having that deep connection inside that they used to associate through narcotics and suddenly they're actually having the experience for free naturally yeah, and that. they cry they laugh they say oh my god this is like coming up on a pill <laughs> <laughs> you know, which is a which is such a joy you know i love that i'm sure it was you mentioned this i sometimes research a lot of people i think you mentioned a story once about how I think you were in a prison or was it with oh, prison yeah. workers that was a could you weird... actually go into that story because oh, I thought that was beautiful oh okay well it's quite a quite a, a funny story um, so yes yeah, so I'd, I'd worked a lot with um, uh, people in recovery and um, a friend of mine was working um, at Wandsworth Men's Prison in the Rehabilitation for Addiction Prisoners Trust and these were for men who had been banged up because um, they'd committed crimes, but purely under the influence of alcohol or drugs. So most of them didn't even realize what they'd done. It was terrible, oh, really, you know. Yeah. And so um, I was invited in to lead a voice work stroke chanting session 
with the men and um and I really wanted to meet the challenge because hey you know we all live in a prison to a degree uh, in yeah. the mind and the emotions you know some people have all the freedom out there the money the houses but they're not free inside you know and uh, the irony is is once you're free on the inside so I was fascinated with the idea of sharing a practice with inmates where they could experience freedom on the inside and oh, wow. um, so um, I I, I uh, I went in, I had to put all my instruments through the x-ray machine. I mean, it's like, it really is like getting into Fort Knox, getting in there. Or getting in the NEC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 getting into the NEC. <laughs> and um, I get there, and uh, I thought it was going to be in a gym or something like that, but no, it was a very small cell um, with a tiny window with about two bars on it, oh. and room for for 16 men to squash in like sardines <laughs> so i thought right well i'm definitely going to have to chant some mantras before they arrive because i've no idea how they're going to respond to this so i chanted the mantras and these big burly guys came in as you can imagine some of them with their shaved heads and tattoos and all of this and there's me with a bit of a plum in my mouth and you know i was thinking they probably think i'm mad as a brush you know? <laughs> And uh, they had one one kind of uh, guy on guard who who was there, I guess, for my protection to a certain extent. And uh, I thought, well, you you can't go into the sort of quote unquote woo woo stuff immediately because they're going to think I'm yeah, yeah. I've lost the plot basically. <laughs> so I, with a lot of humour, I got them in making kind of crazy sounds, you know, animal sounds, you know, <laughs> just just playful release sounds, and they were all pissing themselves laughing. As yeah, you can yeah. Imagine just <laughs> seeing each other making prats of themselves. You yeah, know. yeah, and. Um, and then eventually they were in a circle and I said I thought I really want to build up to do a chant at the end I said but maybe we could all write a collective song so one of them said I've got a song <laughs> and all his mates looked at him and oh no don't show that with her you know <laughs> said actually it's a poem it's a poem and I said, oh, I'd love to hear your poem. And I thought, oh, my God, I know something. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, I said, go on then, get, 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 get your poem. And the men were just like creased up looking into their hands. <laughs> anyway, I could see my life going before me. And uh, he comes back with this motley piece of paper. And um, so anyway, I said, OK, uh, off you go then. Re re read the poem. So he goes, right then, <laughs> Robin Hood and his merry, merry men bleeped him up that bleep and he done it once again. How would you turn that into a song then? And I was like, oh my Lord. <laughs> and the whole of my life flashed before my eyes. And then suddenly I thought, oh my goodness. I saw uh, the Vauxhall Tavern, which is a famous drag bar in London, where a mate of mine took me when I was 18. Yeah. And they have these huge drag queens there with big booth uh, wigs, platform shoes, fishnets and all of this. And there was a, a, a duo called the Trollettes there in those days. <laughs> and I thought, oh my God, this is, this is what we do with his poem. So I said, you know, and I described this huge drag queen with the booth hair, the big giraffe lashes and high platform shoes, like kinky boots. The yeah, 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 yeah. Kinky boots? yeah. <laughs> and so I said, I think it might go something like this. <laughs> Robin Hood and his merry, merry men. 
cool that later. To have the bleep. <laughs> and he did it once again. <laughs> At which point they were like, wah! <laughs> 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 I said, come on in, let's have one of your mantras then. <laughs> and then we chanted, Kale Durge Namunama, which is a mantra for fearlessness, overcoming the darkness. Yeah. And I had a keyboard and a drum and everything. And I swear those men got so into it, the whole cell was vibrating, was rocking. Yeah. Wow. We had uh, wardens looking through the window going, you know, like something out of um, porridge. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. With a little mustache. Ronnie Barker. Going, Ronnie Barker <laughs> sort of going, what's going on in here then? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and it was brilliant. And then they said, this is the freest we felt having served time yeah. since we've been here and thank you so much for coming they said yeah mm. I, by the way I absolutely love that story there and it really uh, highlighted in my mind that you sort of you understood that you need to find a medium for them to sort of actually sort of um, what's the word I'm looking for to sort of access yeah so they can on their level something that's on their level yeah. so it, you got to it's like you know but, but, I mean we're all real people aren't we I mean you know and you want someone to meet you where you are there's something a little bit distancing if you don't yeah. kind of warm the space oh. with people you know I know I appreciate that if people don't assume yeah, yeah. I know something or you know do yeah. You, yeah do you do you actually think I mean because I've I've thought a lot in my, in my head about mantras and chant and things like that I mean do you do you think in the past because this is what I'm actually thinking so if we look at a lot of uh, Tibetan monks and people like that in the past they were using the mantra and they understood for like the healing powers and things like that but you do you think in the past that the mantra maybe actually sort of used to maybe affect human consciousness yes i mean you know uh, it it absolutely uh, has always had that effect you know all the great masters talk about the transformative power of sound and it's not that we transform into something else it's like we let go of what we're not and come back into who we already are. Yeah. So mm. the self, the the inner self, not the ego, has already been, has already been attained. All the great masters have said that, and it's about remembering that, experiencing that. So when you chant with devotion, with great feeling, um, and great longing to come home on the inside which is what all the great chanters since you know the 7th century in Tamil Nadu yeah. Tamil Nadu in India which is where a lot of it, it originated you know also of course in Tibet um, they all chanted with full devotion and that purity of devotion is what awakens that connection to consciousness consciousness hears our devotion and goes I'm going to give you a gift I'm going to give you an experience of yeah. your true nature. So, and then we ultimately merge back into that free nature of who we truly are. And it's very difficult to describe it because, like you know, yeah. like you were saying, once you tap into it, you go, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, you do. I thought I was that, but I'm really that. Yeah. I had no idea, and people cry for joy, and yeah. you know, um, I mean, I was. Gosh, high as a kite when it first happened to me. For for a month of my life, I was in this experience of unity consciousness, yeah. where I look at everyone and I knew, not on an intellectual level, I had the experience that we were all connected. Yeah, oh, I love that. I, it was um, it's beautiful. It's weird you say that because when halfway when you were doing your mantra, halfway through that, I got loads of tingles over my arm, and it was that feeling what you said. Yeah, I did there's, as there's, well. there's not a la yeah, there's yeah. no language I can describe what that feeling's like, and it's just exa exactly like saying to someone, 
like just go and jump in a go and jump in a, a ice cold bath of water and try and explain that feeling to someone. Well, you can't. You can't explain, explain you it. it. You have to, you have to like, be or, in the moment. Or it's like um, try and describe what a mango tastes like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to eat mm. the mango, don't you? Yeah. yeah. And then as well, the mango is going to taste something different to you. Is it going to taste to me? To yes. You? And so on. it's true. Everybody has their own. They they call it the nectar of chanting. They have their own relationship to that inner nectar. Yeah. Um, because we're all unique, and we have our we all have our own unique journey back mm. home, you know. And and it's like a game of hide and seek. We already are free, but then we forget. We get stuck in our humanity. But but then it's also an adventure. Maybe it's not always stuck. Maybe it's just like we really thoroughly enjoy the human experience, and then there's a mo- moment where we go, what happens though when I leave my body? You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. am I then? Yeah, yeah. And to realise. That who we are has always been there, and we can experience it whilst in the human experience. Yeah, that's such a beautiful point. Um, and one something I was actually thinking of um, is actually when you when you first um, undertook your journey of like rediscovery, mm. and you started understanding like the arms and the and the real underst- power of the body. I mean, are you different? then to where now because like the symbol itself like om mm. it's it's so simplistic but yet it has such a powerful effect on the human body i mean when you were first doing the arms then mm. were they different than now or did they still have the same effect no, de- definitely over the years because i first came into the power of sound power of om power of mantra om namashivaya uh, in 1987 and um, before then I was very much lost I was definitely in the alcohol drugs yeah. path at that stage age 27 I was then um, and uh, the chanting changed my life literally changed my life I was incredibly blessed and I had an inner awakening um, where I began to have literally tangible experiences of consciousness inside wow. and I laughed and cried and many other things it's all in my book actually the healing power of chanting but for a, for a month of my life um, I, it was like a blessing it was the power of grace not because I'm special and different but I think something within me was saying you better give me a sign because I'm out of here otherwise well. you know it was just too dark the, 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 the experience inside my own mind well. and so I was shown that there, there is, there is a, there is a meaning. There is a joy, and um, the message I heard. I don't mind sharing it. It's also in my book. But um, I saw this beautiful being appear before me in my inner eye, in my inner consciousness. It was so beautiful. It had the most translucent blue, kind of blue you can't even describe. A bit yeah, like yeah. you were saying about the mango. Yeah, yeah. And it was glistening. It had sort of beautiful black hair black lashes olive skin I don't know if it was male or female and the being was shaking its head in complete love and just looking at me and there was like tingling sounds wow. a bit like a singing singing ringing tree around it wow. and the and the being said to me dearest Nikki all there is all there ever has been and all there ever will be is love well powerful love is the only reason we're here and then it disappeared a little bit like the good witch of the north <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that's there's no place like home and that experience has stayed with me for nearly 30 years now and so no matter how challenging 
the human experience is, and it often is. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm still a plonker. You know, <laughs> all yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, but I cannot doubt that that because ha- I have that to hold on to with faith yeah. that there is there is something behind all of the ups and downs, all of the I th- waves. I think that's a beautiful thing what you said right at the end there when you actually pointed it out and you said like um, it's basically saying we never like really learn at all. Like even though you have like found like this tool, this beautiful tool that, that you can use on others and on yourself to really like ignite this like level of consciousness but at the same time you understand like even after the words finished you've still got like the development to do on yourself and and even though yes, it'll yes, change it's yes. always inside yes absolutely and um you know um we're, we're in a human experience and we're meant to be in a human experience yeah, yeah, yeah. we're in a play of consciousness and I think ultimately um, the the joy is being connected to that consciousness and then playing the role that we've been given divinely, whether that's to be presenting a wonderful show like you guys or to be chanting for others or with others, um, to be a doctor or a lawyer or whatever it is, um, playing our part fully but keeping that connection to yeah. a true wow. inner would you, nature. Would you actually say as well, or would, would you say that's the truth that actually when you do tap into a, a mandra, that's actually what it's trying to tell you, that universal truth, what you said, that we all, there's there's many different bridges to your own psyche and many different bridges to other people's psyches. What, would that be the truth or would you say there was actual another truth as well to what you find through the practice? Um, I think, you know there's that saying, all roads lead to Rome. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It, it, in the end, where we we all come back to that reverberation of divine love however everybody has their own sacred relationship with that and understanding of what that is and you know for some people that's the resonance of Christ consciousness for yeah. some people that's the resonance of buddha consciousness krishna consciousness allah nature itself but but at the level of the feeling before the names of different traditions came into existence there is a common feeling that threads through all paths and that's the actual reverberation of love and that is not a woo-woo love that is a deep blissful ecstatic love yeah that we all just cannot deny when we when we experience it what a beautiful point he yeah, has a beautiful point that's probably probably a, that's probably a good place to wrap up beautiful love. that point. was beautiful by the way and um yeah. we'll just you want to do you said you want to finish on a mantra yeah 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 I'll, um let's see if we can that'd be cool beautiful podcast by the way <laughs> oh, you're very welcome. absolutely beautiful okay so um i'll chant something with you guys it's Om Namo, if you'd like to repeat. Om Namo. Then Bhagavate. 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 Which means the generous one. Yeah. Om Namo means I honor the generous one. And then Muktiyanandaya. Muktiyanandaya. Mukti means freedom. Freedom from well. the prison of the mind. I'll, tr- I'll try my best. Going. I'll probably butcher this. You don't have to worry. Because <laughs> I'll chant the call and then I'll also join in the response with you guys All right, so cool. that you can get it. Cool. Don't worry if it, it's. It, it, you know what? For anybody who's listening, it's the intention that matters. Yeah, yeah. It's not choir. It's like 
it's like um, meditating with the voice and the mantra. Yeah. So the main thing is your intention to connect. It's it before you do as well, before you actually go there. I was going to say it when you said that. It's so true because even when you do a mantra, no matter how people think they're out of pitch, it all sort of just all the different unique voices all intertwine together, yeah, don't it? Yeah, all come together. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. So I'll chant the first phrase. Om Namo Bhagavate Let's do that bit together. Om Namo Bhagavate Muktiyanandaya That bit together. Muktiyanandaya Om Namo Bhagavate Muktiyanandaya Guys, we chant three arms and shanti, shanti, shanti to be peaceful. Shanti, 
Shanti 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 Thank you so much. Oh, Thank you so Nikki. much. A pleasure as always. Exactly. Oh, pleasure as the audience is getting back to listen yeah. to this. Uh, that was beautiful. Well, Thank really you so fun. much. I really enjoyed it. Sitting in the car, <laughs> chatting to you guys. It's been exactly. amazing. Nikki, we are honoured for your time. Oh, we really are. Oh, you're so welcome. And Thank you have to say, you remind me of um, Antin Deck a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I been I've got the forehead. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed that podcast with Nikki. We really did. And as you can tell, we had such a good time chatting with her. And if you do want to check out more from Nikki, all the links to all her work, events and music are in the show notes in the Ascend podcast website. And if you are interested in going to one of Nikki's events, I would definitely recommend checking them out and check out some of the up and coming events. It really was one of the most amazing experiences that I've participated in. And I really think you'd gain a lot of value from it. And also, if you want to support the podcast and in the process, gain some access to more bonus podcasts, all you need to do is sign up for any Patreon tier and in the process, gain access to all of them. And you can do this by going to the Ascend Patreon page, which is found at www.patreon ascend. So anyway, we'll catch you next week where we have another amazing episode as usual. Keep seeking everyone. Peace. Peace.